When you feel that your love life is leading you nowhere And you realize those who deserve you are so rare If you think of a place you'd be happy you'd go there On the night <laughs> Abigail And there's our Ventiverse introduction Aiden, take it away We just saw Becoming Nancy at the Alliance Theatre An amazing new Becoming of Age musical Set in 1970s East Dunwich, England East Dunwich Becoming of age instead of coming of age East Dunwich David Starr is a young high school boy Just cast quite controversially for the 1970s conservative town as Nancy in the school's production of Oliver Twist. Fancy me, becoming Nancy me, becoming Nancy. Maxie Bowen is the new arrival, hot, young, soccer playing. Look at them. Look at them. We don't know the rest of the lyrics. Yeah, sorry about that. The racial tensions come to a head during the Rock Against Racism concert. Rock. 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 Rock Against Racism. We don't know the transitional music to this song, but we like a good transition, so here it is. Bun, done, done. Um, if you stay tuned, we're going to have a couple spoilers, but don't worry, we'll let you know before we tell them. So up first, we're going to talk about the music involved. So um, Aiden, what stood out to you? Well, our personal favorite song was On the Night Bus, which you just heard a small introduction of, <laughs> recorded by yours truly. Um, so what was so impactful about that's, that song, Aiden? It showed the girl's perspective, and it really branched out your view from not just the main character of the show, which I thought was really original. Have you ever dumped a girl, Aiden? I have not. Um, we should note at this point that On the Night Bus is a song discussing how it feels to go on to the night, night bus. bus and ask for a single ticket um, after the girl's dumped. May I ask, have you ever dumped someone? Yes. We're going to leave it at that. <laughs> um, so we also enjoyed the song Abigail Henson. Um, we're very sad that these songs are not on Spotify yet. So sad. So sad. So we're hoping that's going to happen. Um, but particularly what stood out to me, Aiden, about Abigail Henson is the fact that... Note. In the scene, Abigail Henson, um, the main character, David Starr, just got the idea that he's going to take her... No spoilers. Oh, how do I say that without any spoilers? That he's going to go on a date with her. Um, and it's really interesting to see how they take one name. And, you know, usually English teachers go, don't repeat words. Like, you should mix it up, use synonyms. But they totally do the opposite. And they take her name and all these different characters say their name with such emotion it doesn't sound repetitive yet it is so you know the dad's like abigail henson like my son's finally getting a girl and then what the the boy's like eh, abigail henson so wait it's the girl of my dad's dreams yeah there's that line that's a great line um i think you know as teens we can all relate to that in some some way don't you agree Aiden? i feel like most teens can that's what i just said in well i personally can't Okay. Um, up next, we're going to be talking about costumes. Um, let me just say the costumes for this show was amazing. Like, absolutely spectacular. Like, you have ABBA costume Oh, my God. Replicas. They were wearing, like, bright overalls. It was spectacular. And bell bottoms. I love bell bottoms. Bell bottoms should come back. I think bell bottoms are making a comeback, Aiden. I've seen a lot of them around my school. I like it. 
Good to know. So for all you ladies out there, Aiden likes bell bottoms. I was talking about more on myself, but okay. <laughs> what? There are totally men's bell bottoms. Did you see the show? So we should talk about, um, there's a scene. I'm not going to say which scene, but there is a scene at a party that has lots of fancy clothing. Wouldn't you say? I don't know who you're talking about. I'm talking about the gay bar scene. <laughs> Oh, yes. Sparkles. So let's talk about the costumes there. So that was particularly magnificent because you have all, it's, it's a relatively small cast, probably what, like 30, 25? Even less. I would go with 20. Okay, so like, really? Yes. Okay, so it's like a, a cast of 25. 20. <laughs> it's a cast of 20. Um, and you have all of these characters who play kids and then like the ensemble goes and plays at this gay bar um, and they all transform their costumes. So you have like tight shirts, you have bearing midriff, you have sparkles. Love the sparkles. I love the hair. The hair was... Tell me more about the hair, Aiden. Okay, so the... Who was she supposed to be? She was supposed to be a singer at the dance bar, uh, the gay bar. Uh, Aiden is referring to David Starr's best friend who in this scene comes back as a singer. Uh, she just has multiple roles. She had, like, an amazing afro. It was wonderful. And she was off stage for, like, two seconds. I don't know how it happened. Yeah, that was actually particularly impressive, just talking about the trend in her hair. Like, first she had it braided, and then she had the afro, and then she had it braided in a different style, like, minutes later. Oh, my God. Speaking of miraculous things that happened on stage, so they had one side was a telephone, and the wire was coming out of one of the right wing. Oh, and on I the left this. wing, the wire, they were talking over the telephone, and the left wing, the wire was coming out. And then in the middle of the song, they hung up and they both dropped the telephones and they snapped back on the wire out to the right wing and we never heard them drop. Like we never hit, heard them hit the floor. It was amazing. It was amazing. So um, our our last topic before we go into spoilers, even though the gay bar was a little bit of a spoiler, um, is body language. So I particularly noticed this and I, you know, nudged Aiden because... As a girl, I feel like boys are kind of oblivious to this. Sorry, guys, not to generalize you, but... I was oblivious to this. Aiden was oblivious, so I, I had to make that statement. Uh, in the scene between David and Maxie, both are two schoolboys, uh, Maxie is the lead in the play with um, with David, who's playing a, a girl. The, the romantic lead, basically. Uh, yeah, Nancy. Duh, becoming Nancy. Uh, and so you have these two boys and one Maxie is this very athletic jockey type and you know you just get this like aura like he has like a charisma that he he couldn't care less what other people think and there's actually a whole song devoted to it I don't care perfect Aiden and then you have you know David Starr who is just kind of this like awkward geeky boy and what was remarkable to me is even though these are two you know grown adults when you look at them, I see my classmates. Like, honest to God, like, David walks into the room, and I'm like, dweeb. And then Maxie walks into the room, and I'm like, ripped guy. And, like, Maxie is, like, strutting. He has long strides. He's not looking around. He's pretty focused. He knows what he's talking about. He doesn't stutter. And then you have David, who has short, awkward steps. Uh, they don't really match up to a beat. He's swinging his arms kind of awkwardly. He's holding his body kind of awkwardly. His shoulders are caving in a bit. Um, his hands don't really know where to go. So sometimes it's crossed around his chest. Sometimes it's in his pockets. Sometimes it's on his legs. Um, and you just get this really interesting juxtaposition of two actors 
who really know their craft. So that's what I thought about the body language. That was a lot of interesting language. Thank you, Aiden. Years of theater and uh, rhetoric in language arts. So now this is spoilers. Uh, so if you have not watched the musical, well, then go out, grab your student IDs if you have them, because there's a huge discount for that, and watch it. Speaking of spoilers, Abigail totally spoiled it like halfway in. She leaned over and she was like, guess what? Maxie's gay. <laughs> I totally did. So, you know, for all you girls out there, if you're paying attention, you're like, the hot guy's always the gay one. So my intuitions were just correct. And Aiden had no idea. I had no idea. She totally ruined it. And then I was like, yep, she's right. <laughs> totally right. Why, did, why didn't you notice, Aiden? Because I'm a guy. No, no, but like what did you think was going to happen? I thought David was going to become Nancy. Oh, yeah. So Aiden and I, actually, it's kind of interesting. Aiden and I were both a little confused as to what this musical was about. Because, like, you read the summary and it's really not it's super descriptive. It's purposely vague because it doesn't want to let... Because it's sort of a plot twist that he's gay. Yes. So we thought he was going to be transgender. We did think that. Because, like, becoming Nancy... Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a transgender coming-of-age story instead of a gay coming-of-age story. Um, and it was great either way. But I thought that was kind of an interesting twist. Indeed. Yep. Um, so moving on, we also wanted to talk about the ending choreography. Um, so, Aiden, you mentioned this when we were brainstorming ideas for the show um, because you wanted to talk about the shadows. The shadows were amazing. So they were. it was supposed to be the Oliver show. But we saw it from backstage. There's that big white curtain that covers the back Oliver of the stage. Oliver Twist, by the way. Okay, continue. So you could see the big backstage white curtain, and then there were just shadows in front of it, and you could see people dancing and top hats and all of the, you know, the, please, sir, can I have some more? And it was so cool how they made it look like it's backstage. And then... It, as in referring to the audience. The audience is part of the backstage. Yes, the audience was in the backstage. And then for the second act, the white curtain went away. So then David Starr was acting like he was pretending to be Nancy. And he was acting like he was in the show, performing to the audience forward. But then he would sing back to us. It was really cool how he pulled that off. It was fascinating. He had a feather boa this whole time. And then it was super cool to see an actor playing a girl. Wait, an actor playing a guy playing a girl on stage there you totally pulled it off totally pulled it off you had you had the girl like fluttering of the hands twisting of the hair you had like little like hip movement but then you also had like awkward guy little short steps but then it was really him coming into his shell so he was a lot out more of his, confident out of his shell. Uh, yeah <laughs> out of his shell i mean he was a lot more confident and it was amazing he took off his glasses it was like <laughs> why was that amazing because he took off his glasses and he looked so different Oh, oh, yes. Because, like, he had the whole costume on, and then you took off his glasses, and it was like, now he's dancing. Yeah, he was a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then we also wanted to talk about what we didn't like from the musical. Okay, I didn't really like that song. What was it called again? I don't know what you're talking about. It was the, um, oh, no, he's gay. Oh, oh, my God. Okay, so the whole musical is about becoming, like, accepting that you're gay, and then they have, like, a 10-minute song about the parents being like, oh, no, he's gay. We raised him wrong. Oh, no. So I disagree with Aiden on this point. 
basically the scene is his parents figuring out their son's gay and learning how to deal with it. Um, and they go through these typical responses like, is it something we did? Because actually um, Maxie's parents had come because they figured out about Max, Max's and David's like... It's making not, out. Yeah, making out. I was going to say like affair, but they're not married, so it doesn't matter. Uh, that doesn't happen until 2016. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Bad joke. Bad joke. Um, but anyways, so that the parents are, are talking, and by parents I mean uh, David's, and they're basically like, where did we go wrong? Yeah, so I feel like it's a pretty valid response in a time where I think even they mentioned that being... But it was so long, and it was, again, like, they spent so much time on it for it to be totally against the show's ideals. I disagree. I think it's a really important, even if it's, it's not about being against homosexuality. It's about the parents learning about what their son meant to them. And this is their process of how they, how they dealt with it. As they go through, you know, did we do something wrong? Is something wrong with him? Do we need to take him to therapy? All of which I think are very valid responses in that day and age. So as far as other things I disliked about the musical, I also didn't like the song You Matter. Um, I thought it was just incredibly cliche and the rhymes weren't that good. I really agree. A lot of times in the show, it felt like the writers just found one rhyme and they just kept repeating it. Yeah. So like what are the what are the rhymes that they kept with Is it like six inches from your heart? You can never be apart. Like th- there was that song where she's talking about like being pregnant and yeah. her son like they said six inches that song was great but then it was a little long for me yeah i agree what and then sometimes a dream may shatter but never forget you matter that was so offbeat it's fine but like you know what i'm saying like never forget you matter like ah it makes me cringe like Sure. Okay. Like, great. But like, why don't you just like do something that shows I matter? Like, don't tell me it. It doesn't help anything. It doesn't help anything. Like, Aiden, you matter. Thanks, Abigail. That really touched my heart. I'm gonna change my life. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. Whereas, if I was like, Aiden, how <laughs> valuable was that contribution to the podcast you made? Thanks, Abigail. I really appreciate that. No, I was thinking of something like, how did that test go for you today, Aiden? I didn't have a test today. Abigail. Oh, wait. That was me that you never bothered to ask about. Like that. That would have meant Aiden mattered. Or I mattered. <laughs> I mattered to Aiden. I'm a little tired, Aiden. Yes. Well, that's all, folks, for me. Aiden, did you have a poetry stanza you wanted to share with us? Go! Becoming Nancy. It's oh so fancy. Don't you love all of the dancy? <laughs> the diaphragm. So beautiful, like, bam. What does that have to do with becoming Nancy? Because <laughs> I was singing and I was thinking about my diaphragm. And what bam, cam, we're done. Whoa. Thank Ow. you for joining us. Uh, for more content like <laughs> Ventiverse and other VoxCast, follow us at VoxATL on SoundCloud and Apple Music. Thanks for listening. Ventiverse.